What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show. Here to give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to talk about a Knicks win because the Knicks just took care of business and beat the best team in the West. 116 to 110. Julius Randle gives you 20 points, four assists and seven rebounds. Jalen Brunson comes back from foot injury and drops a casual 24 points, five assists, and two rebounds on the night. Mitch kept doing his thing. You know, had a rough half, but came back with eight points, nine rebounds, three assists, and a solid defensive stand to end the fourth quarter. You know, IQ came in and chipped in the quick 10 points himself. Hartenstein played it again. Phenomenal defense and gives you nine rebounds on the night. And our guy, the Bodmon himself, RJ Barrett, has another great game and gives you 21 points and two assists. Knicks are rolling right now. All right. Out rebound. These Nuggets 47 to 42. The Knicks play defense. Get those steals, nine steals on the night and four blocks. And even though the Knicks were down in the third quarter, we fought our way back. We didn't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. We played defense. We stuck to our identity and we came back and got that W in the fourth. So shout out to the Knicks and don't, don't look now guys. Don't look now, but the Knicks have learned to close. They learn to put away teams. They learn to close games. They don't make the same mistakes. Those mistakes that you was talking about in December where, oh, we can't close games. What are we doing? We consistently started to show an identity of a team you can take care of business. And it's been evident through the non-game winning streak. It's been evident today. Shout out to these Knicks for turning a corner, all right? Uh, great win. Great team win today on Saturday. We're going to talk about it all. The good, bad, and ugly, but it's not that much ugly. It's a lot of good today. All right. A lot of good. Um, before we get into that, shout out to FUBU TV. Yeah. If you want to watch the Knicks for free for seven days, hold, go to FUBUTV.com slash KOT. Watch those Knicks for free, whatever sports channel you want, whatever cable channel you want as well. And you can keep it for longer than seven days for a nominal fee. If that happens, we get a cut. You're happy and everybody's happy. And there's no subscriptions, so you can cut it whenever you want. Also, please hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button, comment too. We like to go back and forth with you guys. And notification bell. I usually don't say hit the notification bell, but I'm seeing people saying they don't get notified when we go live. So hit that notification bell as well. Now, let me introduce you to my guy, Mr. Latin Assassin himself, ESP contributor, Deadspin contributor. You know what it is. SNY contributor along with your boy Jay Ellis. All right. It's my man Let's Lee go. Escobedo. What's going on? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Got the ball. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's go. That's it. 
I had oh, to bless out man. the shirt for this one, y'all. Man, bro, this is one of the best wins of the season. We were talking before the show started. I think since it's been years. I think maybe since my entire fanhood. This feels like a team that doesn't blow leads anymore. And going into the fourth quarter, even though it was back and forth, and at one point they had a five-point lead, I was never afraid, man. I knew once Brunson and Randall came back in the game, we were going to lock down on defense, and we were going to win this game. And we did. We beat the number one Western Conference seed in the entire NBA. This team's for real. We're going to smack the Cavs, smack the 76ers, and beat the Celtics. Let's go. Let's 50 go. Burger on deck. 50 is 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 burger watch. This burger is eventually watch, this is a, we're eventually we're pretty much Wendy's right now on burger watch. You're trying to see how are we going to do to listen. There's still some teams who can cause some troubles because they have stuff to fight for. Miami he has stuff to fight for. Cavs has stuff to fight for. So there's teams uh the Wizards has stuff to fight for as well. So this is no longer the day it down and and just quit at the end of the year because of that play in tournament. So a lot of teams like, oh, we can rest here. There's not a lot of that going along. So so right. it's going to be a good stretch to watch, a great stretch of basketball to watch as a basketball fan. All right. Uh, let's go YouTube. Man, shout out to my YouTube channel. My YouTube has been going through it. Uh, shout out to the guys in the chat. Uh, Cody, uh, Africa, B-O-B, M-B-I-C-S, Parker. Shout out to my guy, Fritz Alexander, Join Baines. Everybody else is rocking with D-K-O-T. Sure, I'm rocking with you. Let's get into it, though. Let's get into Jalen Brunson. Let's hope my the YouTube channel calms down. It's been acting crazy lately with the bandwidth. I don't know what's happening. Uh, shout out to Monica McNutt here, who, who was here before. It shut down on it. I, we we got to fix that. That can't happen again. But um, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson had a phenomenal game today, 16 points in the first quarter. The thing you really look about look at in Jalen Brunson, and you go, okay, you're looking at his play. How is his foot holding up? Can he play defensively? Um, what is this win like? Because one, you know, he wasn't able to run around today. Um, a run around during his injury. So you feel like his wind might be an issue. And it might have been a little bit of the issue, to, to be honest, in those third quarters when he was missing a lot of those bunnies. But even with the, the little issues he had, he still was phenomenal. I, I, I was going back and forth with Terry a little bit early. And I'm just, to me, when I'm looking at Jalen Brunson, I can foresee Jalen Brunson's number being retired in a Knicks raft. I'm not even going to hold you. I can see how easy this guy scores if we get the right pieces. Uh, I can see records being breaking. I can see numbers being retired. I can see him making lots of noise in the playoffs. And today he had 24 points. And I still feel like he didn't have an awesome game because he, he didn't really play that well for like, you know, two quarters. But he's just that good that even when his game is like so, so off, he's still going to hold it down. And that's exactly what he did, man. Absolutely, man. And uh, Fritz said the stream is running a little choppy. So I want to let you know that before I hopped on with my thoughts on Brunson. Brunson's a superstar, man. He, he is a superstar. I, I would go toe-to-toe with anyone who wants to debate that Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson or both, had both emerged into that superstar category because when they're on the most important level they impact the game on is momentum. When they're in the game, there's not a single player 
in a point guard position or the power forward position that can shut them down. But we might be able to slow them down, might be able to put a body on them. Even Joker can have a body put on them. And nope. B can have the body put on them, but they can't be stopped. And especially in crunch time. Jalen Brunson is not just a great score in the first three quarters. He's number two in clutch time points per game after De'Aaron Fox. That's an unbelievable Absolutely. stat for a guy who has his first season with the team. Now, I want to give some major credits, man. We go up and down this season about players. We go up and down about front office execs. I haven't always been a fan of some of the negotiations Leon Rose has done in terms of packages he's offered for Donovan Mitchell. Obviously, everyone on this channel knows I have been not a big fan of Tom Thibodeau. Right now, Tom Thibodeau is a coach of the year candidate. My man is coaching his ass off game after game, making the right adjustments, mm -hmm. the right rotations, the, I mean, having his guys in place and trained for the right type of run reads and rim reads and guys are in position. This is the most orchestrated offense I've seen from a guys in orange and blue in years, in years, yeah. where guys are rarely out of position defensively, rarely out of position offensively. They know their sweet spots, and we're hitting the highest percentage shots for the most highest percentage moments of these guys in terms of where they like to be on the court. And it's all because of its, the – Sync of Jalen Brunson and Tom Thibodeau, the years that go back between Rick Brunson as a mediator of them two, you know, being a, a surrogate father, Leon Rose being a surrogate father, Jalen Brunson, and that synergy they have as a unit, he's out there as an extension of the head coach on the floor. And that's one of the reasons why not only do we not blow games, we maintain Tibbs' identity defensively and offensively because we had that floor general that is entirely in tune. Earlier, but I'm glad that didn't happen. And he's because we're here to kind of eat off the fruit, defensive principles, offensive principles. And on top of that, him adding certain wrinkles to the game now where he can build off of the stuff that he's done from last year and bring it on to this year. And continuity has a, a big reason to do that. And of course, Jalen Brunson as well. Listen, even in the beginning of the season, we talked about Jalen Brunson needs to step up his game offensively and shoot more off the dribbles off the dribble threes he opens up the game um shooting threes off the dribble really big for us so 24 points for 40 percent from three and that's going to open up his game to me the biggest difference between Jalen brunson and those real superstar top tier three-point guards which is is the ability to shoot the three off the dribble and the ability to shoot the really deep three off the dribble. That's like only a few guys can actually do that. And and Brunson is starting to do that as long as being super efficient and running Tom Thibodeau's ISO heavy offense. And now, even now, the guys are able to cut off the ball and, and improve on the ISO heavy offense. So, uh, yeah, man, coach of the year candidate for sure. Tom Thibodeau does his thing. Pushed a lot of the right buttons today. Uh, Jalen Brunson being back as one Brunson. And just RJ Barrett bringing his game to the next level is also another button that's been pushed today. I don't know. What do you think of RJ's game today? I felt like RJ has been phenomenal after the All-Star break. NBIC, I see you, brother, man. You and I have been in tandem debating a lot of these bums on the internets about Tom Thibodeau's uh, pros and cons as the head coach. You know, listen, man, the playoffs matter, number one. We have to see how Tibbs adjusts series to series and winning those series game to game. It's going to be crucial 
to see how he adjusts when he comes up to a Cleveland Cavaliers team that's steamed and built very different than a Boston Celtic team if we end up facing them in the second round. Because I think I think we will be in the second round for sure uh, as a base level. So how he adjusts and in, in, in these playoff series will really determine if he's a guy that we should commit to long term. Because we've seen these these fifty win series seasons before under Tom Thibodeau with the uh, Chicago Bulls, he had forty seven wins his first season with the T Wolves. We got to see playoff consistency from him. But right now in a regular season, he has this team playing the best basketball since nineteen ninety nine. So I'm not going to be here at the doofus yelling fire Tibbs when we're winning games and some of the best teams in the NBA. RJ Barrett, my man was zero for three in the first half from three, and I think this is one of those moments where Tibbs and the coaching staff. We're like, yo, man, get to your spots, get to the basket. He said in, in, the, in the press conference afterwards, like, don't overcomplicate things. Yeah. Find your spots, find your angles, get your high percentage shots on the basket. The rest of the game will come to you when you do that. Things will open up for you because the guys that play you a little bit uh, looser uh, when you're in the, in the mid-range. And sure enough, man, the guy quit chucking threes. He started getting to the basket. This was my favorite R.J. Barry game of the season because – of the change, the mental change that he made in terms of his approach. You know, he likes those easy threes and to get in rhythm in the first half. And uh, Joyce Randall does it too. They hit a couple threes to try to get going. Then he started attacking the basket when the defenders stopped closing out. This time, he shifted. He's like, you know what? I can beat Aaron Gordon off a dribble. I can beat Brown off a dribble. I can beat Murray off a dribble. And he did. Joker, MVP, deserves the MVP uh, awards that he's won. But he cannot play defense in the nope. post like guys like Joel Embiid. He's not on Embiid's level defensively. He's not a shutdown, lockdown defender in the post. Nope. And RJ destroyed him yeah. and Thomas Bryant when he was in there in its backup minutes. I love the aggressiveness from RJ when he knows he has a mismatch, when he knows he has someone who can't hold his jock. He's taking him to the hole, and he's getting fouls, hitting free throws, and getting to the rack and hitting his, finishing around the basket. Yeah. Knicks in general – we're very aware what's what the Knicks, what the Nuggets had to offer on a defensive end, and continually went to the hole. Whether it was R.J. Barrett, whether it was uh, Jalen Brunson, points in the paint, goal edge to the Knicks, fifty six to forty eight. Um, but the biggest thing for me for R.J. Barrett was, you know, he does have that mentality. That's the same where he wants to get to the basket, but sometimes the mentality and the touch doesn't necessarily add up when it comes to the bottom line. But today. It all kind of lined up perfectly in synergy. I, I still feel like after the All-Star break, he stepped it up. After All-Star break, R.J. Barrett is a real yeah. thing. I don't know if you've been watching R.J. since he's been in a Nick uniform. Every single year after All-Star break, another gear happens. And it's happening once again for a 61% from the field. All different types of touches going around the rim. And we're going to need that from him um and to me it was even more important for him to get this type of game off because like i said i'm looking at how the knicks are preparing to go into the playoffs right that's what i'm looking at and when the knicks are going to the playoffs you already know what it's going to be jalen brunson is going to be our engine who's going to get into into the teeth of the offense he's going to be the one that's going to be more persistent and consistent but what happens when our when Jalen Brunson goes off for 16 points in the first quarter? They're going to start to double that guy. And you saw when Brunson got back into the game, he wasn't getting those same looks that he was getting in the first quarter. They were starting to double. And when they start to double, you need somebody else to step up. Today, that somebody was R.J. Barrett. He was yep. able to really feed off the attention that Jalen Brunson was getting. 
and nice. really get to the bucket. And also, you know, the nine man rotation. We talked about how we didn't like it for a long period of time. But the nine-man rotation has allowed R.J. Barrett to be the leader of the second unit and, and actually take on a lot of the scoring load. So even though it was shaky, he's like, oh, we don't really like the nine-man rotation. R.J. Barrett has benefited from being that guy in a nine-man rotation. And I, I feel like that combined with even Brunson being out for for a little bit, kind of helped them get into the rhythm, and we're going to need that going to the playoffs. Uh, great, great game from RJ, plus 13 on a night. Defense has been really good from RJ since All-Star break once again. Like, everything is nice. stepped up from him. And that's got, that's, that's my, she got my Malcolm X shirt. That's my X factor <laughs> for the Knicks. You know, <laughs> like, my X factor for the success of the, of the postseason has been is RJ Barrett going to be the bottom line or are he just going to be bad? And we need him to be in the bottom line. <laughs> You're cooking today, bro. You're cooking. <laughs> Let's go. So, uh, brilliant game from RJ Barrett. Very brilliant game. You know what? Let me get to these super chats before they... Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get to these super chats. Um, Hold on. Ooh, the first super chat disappeared already? I'm trying to get okay. Here we go. Here we go. Shout out to John Baines. He says the 499 super chat says brunch time for Brunson. Bottleless buckets. Oh, I like that. Okay, okay. You 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 got some 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 bars. I see Hartenstein is the best backup center in the league for sure. Confidence builder. W to beat the Cavs. Oh, the Cavs is looking like food. All right. Cavs yep. is looking, mm, mm, yeah, we about to beat them. And shout out to Alexander who sends a final switch chat. Says, salute, great team win. I'm out of bike to BK, but I've got to stream going on my phone. Yo, be <laughs> careful, man. Be careful watching the stream while you pedaling in the streets of BK. They drive wild out here, okay? <laughs> I appreciate the support, though. <laughs> I want to comment on that, JL. It's, that's, that is such a brilliant point by my main man, John Basie, my, my Nits bestie. I see you, brother. Uh, hope to see you soon in real life. I want to say, man, the two most important positions in basketball, point guard and center. They, they have the largest impact on plus-minus differentials on offense and defense. And I think, I said this in the preseason about the point guard position, but I was wrong about that third option. We have the best three-man rotation at the point and at center. Brunson, IQ, Deuce. Yeah. Mitch, Hartenstein, Sims. Name me a better team with a better trio of players at those three positions. Rick Rose, and I said preseason that Brunson was coming into a situation where he doesn't have to carry the entire load as a facilitator because RJ, Randall, Obi, iHeart I can all facilitate on a tertiary level. That came, that was true. He's also now uh, balanced by I, by McBride uh, and, and IQ being able to supplement him, not only when he's sitting, when he's out for weeks on end, yeah, we're still winning games. We're still a defensive masterclass in the NBA. IQ is balling out of control yeah. during the bad this summer. I'm extremely impressed by the depth Leon Rose has put together of guys that fit Tom Thibodeau's makeup. This ain't no Evan step. Mm. These are guys that fit the identity of the team and Tom Thibodeau's game plan. Kudos to Leon Rose, executive of the year. Yeah. Executive of the year for sure. Done a, a brilliant job putting this team together. 
Oh man, I hope oh please don't don't end. <laughs> My OBS is acting crazy. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we can go a lot of ways, man. We you definitely go to Wild. You can go to IQ route, we can go to Heart and Steam route. But let me get to these callers because there's still a lot of a lot of good basketball to talk about. First yeah. caller up on the day is David from Brentwood. David, what's going on, man? What you want to talk about? Hello, guys. What's going it's on, my, David? It's my first time calling. Hello, man. Yeah. First time calling on this show, man. Guys, congratulations, man. Glad you yeah, finally man, did. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I just want to say, man, this season's iteration of the New York Knicks has got to be better. Has got to be better than what it was for the past ten seasons, especially yeah. the 2021 season. And you know, and you know, I just. I was telling Nick fans on social media that we needed a point guard in the worst way possible. Yeah. And when Jalen Brunson got signed on that long-term deal, I was really, I was actually hyped up. Mm. I was actually one of the only, the only people that liked the signing of Jalen Brunson, just like how I liked the signing of Julius Randle mm. back in 2019. Yeah. Ended up being like, huge signings for us, man. Changed the trajectory of our, our 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 team. Yeah, I know, man. Forty-two wins, man. In a in a very normal eighty-two game season, we might we might either be fifth seed or the fourth seed, or or we could be on, or we could be a sixth seed team and go probably go against the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, I hear you. I'm still getting sick. Y'all be taking the 76ers lightly. I'm still, yo, Joe, sh- telling you, man, Embiid is a monster, dog. There's a reason why I don't give up the farm to get Embiid here. Embiid is another beast, but I hear you, though. Any other team I'm not really scared of. I, I'm not going to hold you. Every other team I'm not really scared of. But the 76ers, uh, 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 <laughs> that's different to me. But go ahead. Well, we have 10 more games to go. So I'll, I'll see how this plays out. But if it's the Cavaliers, I mean, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind it that much, man. Absolutely. I'm fine with the Cavs. We can eat the Cavs. They look like horse meat to me. I'm not going to hold you. All right. We can eat those. <laughs> but yeah. thanks for calling. Or, in. Oh, yes. Oh, let's get something Barrett. else to say. Go ahead. Oh, also, also, RJ Barrett, man. RJ Barrett, that, that, was the best, that was the best game I've ever seen from this season, man. I did not lose hope from him at all, and kind of proved to me that Thibodeau's a good coach this season. Randall's a good second option, and Brunson is an elite player and team MVP for for the twenty twenty three campaign. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Yo, thanks you for calling in, for calling in, man. I'm glad you finally got to call in. You got to talk to us on the KOT. Oh show. yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, Hartenstein for a second, man. Let's talk about Hartenstein for a second. Because Hartenstein, once again, great defense on uh, Jokic. The Knicks team defense was really good. You know what I started? You know what I noticed, Lee? You know, when Jokic was is able to see the double coming, that's when we really get in trouble. That's when they really started to pick us apart. Um, I felt like yeah. Randall fell asleep yeah. a few times because uh, 
Yo, who was Randall Garden again? My my slam dunk contest, brethren. Gordon. Gordon. I felt like I felt like yeah. Randall was falsely uh, guarding Gordon a few times. He's able to cut off ball, spring open. I felt like when the double teams on Jokic weren't timed enough, he's able to pick us apart. But to me, the game changed in that third quarter when he was able to force steals. And we was able to time those double teams a lot better. Wait for him to put the ball on the floor first. Then you seen Grimes poke the ball away. Josh Hart poked the ball away. And we was really starting to eat in transition. Um, and so I feel like Hartenstein and the Knicks did a really good job slowing down Jokic. Absolutely. Uh, I think that one of the reasons for that is they used to be teammates. Hartenstein starting out his career, played for the Denver Nuggets, backed up uh, Jokic and learned a lot of his tricks. If you, if you think about it, he's kind of like a C-plus version of Jokic in, in the way that he yeah. plays. <laughs> Obviously, doesn't have this, this stretch shooting ability. And that's not a knock. Jokic is an A-plus player. I'm not knocking Hartenstein, but I'm also not trying to compare the two. But there are some sim- sim- similarities in the wrinkles of their game that they add on the offensive end. Uh, I think Hartenstein is actually a better defender and a better uh offensive rebounder than Joker, even though he plays much less minutes in a backup role. Right. He's unbelievable power punch when he comes in off the bench, providing consistent offensive rebounding since the All-Star break. He was absolute ass before that. Yeah. He really turned on since the All-Star break when Mitch went down. Uh, yeah, I, I love Isaiah Hardenstein. Tibbs still isn't using him, and I think the full role, kind of like Obi Toppin, we're always going to have our complaints. You know, he's playing top in like the Steve Novak mm-hmm. uh, chain to the corner, and Isaiah Hardenstein, he's really utilizing the same way he utilized Nerlens Noel. Isaiah Hartenstein is just a much better passer and a much better roller to the basket than Nerlens Noel ever was. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that the identity we have with Hartenstein and his ability, which Mitch doesn't have yet, but I think he can. Hartenstein has the ability to play well no matter who's on the floor. So my favorite things about him. And Josh Hart has that same mentality. And Emmanuel quickly has that same mentality. It don't matter who other four guys are playing. It don't matter what kind of team you're playing. Half court. Uh, transition, mm-hmm. a team that shoots a lot of threes, a team that bangs in the paint, a team that takes a lot of mid-range, no matter what kind of uh, play calling they're running, you know, pick and roll, spray outs, uh, pin downs, Isaiah Hartenstein can, can defend and score on any of those uh, uh, systems. And I love that the chemistry that he's building with Obi Toppin next to him at the four and Emmanuel quickly with him at the point. Yeah, and I wasn't convinced that that was the case earlier this season. Maybe it really is a case of this Achilles injury healing up, and now he's a lot more mobile. Because before, he, he to me, he, he just looked like a, a foul machine to me, really. Yeah. <laughs> like every time he got out there, it was a foul. It looked like he was trying hard, but the, the trying wasn't really uh, yielding the results that we wanted to. But today, once again, you start, you see that the beautiful block on Jeff Green. And not only that, he'll be able to get the block, still recover, and get the rebound in the same play, which was great. The no, the no look pass to the cutting Josh Hart with the heart to heart connection was just beautiful. Beautiful today. Hart was really done well, and he's done well to kind of. You know, he said, okay, I'm not going to be the guy who's going to run the offense in that at that center position, but I'm still going to be pretty good giving nice passes on a short roll. I'm going to yeah. clean up my defense so I can be more useful for different lineups in large stretches of time. And I'm going to clean up the fouling because I feel like that, that's been a huge thing um, 
clean him cleaning up the foul rate has been huge and him not just getting the offensive rebounds but also finishing our defense and getting the defensive rebounds because for a long time our team was was uh rated at the bottom of the league at the bottom of the league in defensive rating be solely because we could not finish defensive stands and get the rebound but he's done a lot better job of that so uh, i gotta give Hardenstein his props and i'm gonna give mitch a little bit of props today too because you know mitch didn't have a a good first half of the game but the second half he really he, he really shows some the, the defensive stand on Jokic at the three-point line was yes. impressive to me a, a double effort jumps for the jump for the pump fake and then jump after the pump fake to challenge the three uh proved to be a a huge defensive stand got us a couple blocks as well and the alley you from Jalen Brunson after complaining about not getting the ball I want to say Isaiah Hartenstein is not better than Mitchell Robinson mm. Isaiah Hartenstein should not start in place of Mitchell Robinson Isaiah Hartenstein does not make Mitchell Robinson expendable via Preach. trade <laughs> but for the last month Isaiah Hartenstein has been better than Mitchell Robinson absolutely Mitch has struggled with crafty high IQ, grounded centers that aren't necessarily built on athleticism, but more amplified spacing yeah. and, and high post passing. He's really, really struggled against those type of centers. Isaiah Hardenstein, as I said, he's plug and play. It don't matter what the, the, the defender is, what he's capable of, I Heart can give you 20, 25 minutes of bully ball defense and some nice uh, cutting and passing to sl slashers uh, on the perimeter. I've been really impressed by Hardenstein's all-around game it's really accessible and adaptable to any type of steam that doesn't mean mitchell robinson sucks or we should trade mitchell robinson or there's a bad contract or he's a bum it don't mean any of those things it just means mitchell robinson has been maturing at a slower rate than some of the other guys on my team he's maturing slower than grimes he's maturing slower than brunson but he is still an elite center there's what in my opinion a top five center in the nba top three defensively top five overall, and because of the impact he brings on offensive rebounding, second chance points, points in the paint, and overall effective field goal percentage. He's unbelievable in all the advanced metrics. I mean, he's a stud. And yeah. he's, the pick and roll game with R.J. Barrett is becoming elite. It's one of our best plays that we run in and, and Tibbs' entire offensive steam. And we should utilize it more. And I thought it was very poignant. One of my homies on Twitter, Isaiah Ramos, pointed out that the, the really the game-clinching play for against the Nuggets was an alley by Jalen Brunson finding Mitchell Robinson, yes. thanking him for the for the for the solid game that he played and recognizing the guy needed some touches. He wants some love offensively. Well, you know what? I'm gonna throw it up and you throw it down. Exactly. That was a great <laughs> level of empathy and understanding by Brunson shouting out Mitchell Robinson and giving him his due. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? Too, I'll say this: once Mitch had a nice stretch when he first got back, I will say that he hasn't been all bad since. He, but the the last three games for sure, he's definitely been struggling, and he's definitely been struggling in some spots. Um, but also, you know, this game from Mitch Robinson was 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 nice to see. Um, although it was a tale two halves for me, it was like first half was bad, second half was good. Um, the fact that you know. We all know what happened. If you guys haven't watched, you know, Mitch. Uh, Mitch was on Snapchat. He was on Snapchat complaining about his lack of touches, 
um, and that he was getting. He then later apologized via social media, saying he was going through things. He's having problems with his family and 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 birth of his daughter, and he wanted to take ownership of that and he apologized. But uh, the one thing I'll, I'll give Mitch, he complains about the last of touches, but when you see Obi Toppin um, diving um, from the three-point line and Mitch has the opportunity to kind of just shoot an over-the-shoulder layup, he dumps it off to Obi Toppin. So he can feel one way, right? But on the other side of the ball, he's giving his all on his defense. He's still unselfish, and he he's, he, he's not letting his frustrations dictate what's happening on the floor now do i think he was right does he deserve a couple more touches of course he does i i always believe that um i kind of feel, i kind of felt like there was a time when mitch was actually going to leave because he wasn't getting the touches he wanted yeah. one and two he could have gotten more somewhere else he definitely could have gotten paid more somewhere else that was the that was the room that was going around but he he chose to stay with the knicks and he he's still getting a pretty decent amount, but um, listen, he stayed with the Knicks despite his his frustrations. He he, he still has loyalty to us, and you know what? He's had a great season. He's had a great season so far, um, and a decent half, second half of the game made some big plays to finish off the Nuggets. Shout out to Mitch. All right. Yeah, I think the only guy I'll be willing to trade him for right now right now is Joel Embiid. That's if, a fact. If he falls apart in the playoffs, Doc Rivers is fired. Harden goes back to Houston or wherever he wants to go to finish out the, the tail end of his prime. And Joel Embiid becomes available because Daryl Morey wants to, wants to cash in on draft picks and restart. Mitch absolutely is going to be the centerpiece of that trade. I wouldn't think twice about including him to bring back my MVP of the season, Joel MF Embiid. is the main man, best center in the game. Unbelievable player on both ends of the court, which Joker is not. So personally, I'm not going to trade Mitchell Robinson for Brooke Lopez, who's in, in his mid-30s, having a fantastic season. But to me, Mitchell Robinson has a higher ceiling. Now, I would trade for Brooke Lopez in 2011, but we're in 2020. <laughs> we're in 2023. So, you know, I think there will come a time where we might need some stretch shooting at the five, and we'll have to figure out a way to get around that. Hopefully, Hartenstein finds a shot, and we don't have to move Mitch. But Mitch is an, an integral to not only our winning and defense now, but that level of continuity we've been, he's the oldest tenured player on the team. He's been here the longest, yeah, longer crazy. than anybody. He had survived the Steve Mills era, which was horrific. And he's still here. <laughs> David Fisdale era, still here. Right. Playing defense, boxing out and offensive rebounding. You know, I, he's also a young kid and we should understand him as such. You know, he's, he's immature in a lot of ways, but I think he's getting a, a lot of, of opportunities here with the Knicks to win. And if he was to go somewhere else, or the team would start to lose, I think those issues would become amplified. But thank God, and let's knock on wood, the winning keeps sustaining, his role will keep growing with the team. I agree. I agree. I still feel like he has a lot. I feel like he can still have, get, you know, do some some small dribble stuff. Like, you seen the thing that Art Hartenstein did today where he's like small spin, straight, yeah. uh, straight line drive stuff? I fully yeah. believe Mitch can do stuff like that. We've seen him yeah kind of do that uh a few times this year already but i believe there is um room for mr girl uh salute to russell reed who sends a 9.99 section. says kot in the house rj like my mama's crock pot slow to heat but once it's hot look out and the team was clutch on those free throws great game yeah the clutch the clutch scoring wow i love Jalen brunson uh rj barrett even had a clutch bucket 
Randall, you know. He had one turnover, you know. One. But, you know, he had a nice couple step backs in the fourth quarter, too. So, you know, I give, I give Randall his props. I give Randall his props. Um, Fritz, you said you want to call in and, and talk some Knicks basketball. Go ahead, Fritz, if you want to say it. something. Yeah. Hey, Jalos. Uh, hey. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, um, yeah, I was really impressed with Hart. And I think Hart's going to do... I think Hart is going to teach R.J. R. Barrett the thing. And just a couple of things that I really, uh, like, really noticed what Hart does. And Hart, uh, he he has a knack for getting his hands on the ball uh, defensively. And the way what Hart does that R.J. doesn't do is that he changes the speed. And uh, Hart, on defense where he, he seems to get his hands on the ball, he allows the offensive player to get a couple steps on him, and he matches speed with the, the offensive player. And when the pass comes out, he goes full speed, and he closes that gap. Mm. And that's how he always gets his hands on the ball. Um, also, Hart always finishes well, which is RJ has a problem with finishing. Yeah. Because also Hart, when he gets, gets in the paint, he changes speed. He either slows up or he finishes strong. And RJ just goes one speed. He goes 100% all the time. Yeah, RJ, this game is this change of speed. I'm not going to lie. He's been patient. He switched from left to right hand. He his RJ's mm-hmm. pace in the paint has been a lot different. So I I, I don't even know. I, I got to disagree with you this one, Fritz. I mean, I, that, I will yeah. say that's been his, his ML for most of the season, though. You were right about that. But I, yeah. I, I feel and like... I, that, that's what Luca does. Luca's Luka, uh, Luka Doncic is still on other athletic, but he finishes as well because he, he either slows up or he, he changes once he gets gets in the paint. So Ch- I think he's going to learn. He's going to learn from Hart, and it's going to make RJ a better player. Absolutely. Agreed. I can see that, too. I can see that, too. I can see a, a few people learning from him. Thanks for calling and adding your two cents, Fritz. Y- y- I want to say that Fritz might have brought two cents, but I've heard some one cent takes on Twitter that Josh Hart is slowing down, impeding, stopping, eroding Quentin Grimes development. Like, can we stop bashing Josh Hart because we want Quentin Grimes to be Kevin Durant this season? Like, (laughs) bro, let Quentin Grimes develop at the same rate that Jalen Brunson has. Julius Randle has, Mitchell Robinson has. Like, bro, I, if Josh Hart plays 30 minutes a game, he's still only going to average 13 points a game, four rebounds, three assists. He ain't going to be some star. He will reach his, his level, his plateau, when the time comes. Josh Hart is giving us major points, rebounds, steals, blocks, assists, plus minus, Raptor, everything to possibly want in a trade deadline pickup. He's given to us. Yeah. Quit moaning and groaning about Grimes' minutes decreasing when we're winning games. Oh, it, I don't know. People just like to fight. Listen, I keep saying, is he getting OB minutes? As long as Quentin Grimes is not getting OB minutes, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? If he's giving you around 20 minutes plus, if he's giving you 20 minutes plus a game and we're winning, I'm fine. Grimes today... 20 minutes on a dose, 20 minutes, five seconds. Um, ironically though, I do feel like today I would I, I wanted to see more Grimes on um 
Who was cooking us today, yo? Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray was cooking us today. And I felt like Grimes did the best job on Jamal. He had like a block on him. He's making things very difficult. Um, so I do feel like maybe he should have been guarding him more in the fourth. But overall, though, there's there's nothing wrong with Josh Hart's minutes versus Grimes' minutes. Hell no. There's nothing wrong with it. Hart was incredible in the fourth quarter. Hart is the reason we're no longer blowing leads Absolutely. in the fourth quarters. It don't matter what play calling Tibbs does, offensively or defensively, Hart's going to make up for any of those misviews, any of them, because yeah. of the intangibles he brings to the court. Absolutely. Highs plus minus on the team is Josh Hart still to this day. Um, he, he's been phenomenal. Uh, listen, the intangibles are abound. The way he pushes the pace, gets the rebound, the the way he f he finishes at the rim in transition, he's instant transition. He actually looks for OB in transition, and the, just the effort that he gives uh, the entire game is just irreplaceable. And he has some huge plays in the fourth quarter. Josh Hart on the night finishes the game with thirteen points, five assists, three steals, and this team is not even a huge steal team. And right. as the second unit, you know, thrives in transition, the, the the better the defense is with that second unit, the more steals we get, the better it's going to be for our second unit. Because OB, RJ, and Quick, they like to run. So Josh Hart has been the perfect addition to our team. And you said it yep. before, Lee, probably the best um, midseason trade after the Kevin Durant trade has yes. to be Josh Hart's in the York Knicks, the way that 100%. he's like gasoline on over already lit fire uh, uh, for this team. Like we actually have a positive, I think we probably might have maybe the best bench in the league at this moment. Yes. Um, based off the numbers alone. And before, you know, our starting five was great. Our starting five had a, it was a positive net rating all season. Our bench was not. Our bench was a negative until Josh Hart got here. So still, th that trade is paying off dividends. And you know what else is great about, about the bench uh, that I want to bring up is that they're young. They're all under 30. It's not like we have a bench full of like, you know, P.J. Tucker type guys, right. like Bobby Portis type guys. That's that are older, on the downside of their career, but bring a ton of intangibles for the here and now. There's no two, three-year window on this bench. They are young. Emmanuel quickly has another level. Obi Toppin, he might not reach you with the Knicks. He's got another level. Deuce Bride is coming along slow, but damn, when he hits, that's going to be a whole nother element that we can bring to our bench. It's not, I mean, we got depth, man. We got depth. We got guys that aren't playing that can even contribute, like Evan Fournier yeah. and Jericho Sims. This is an awesome team with a high ceiling and a long, open window. Yeah, and it's like we are begging for Quentin Grimes to start. Well, some people were betting for Cam Reddish, but – People were, were, were begging, <laughs> <laughs> begging for Nick's young players to play starting role. We have a guy, Quentin Grimes, who was actually starting for this team and playing 20 minutes plus a game. Let's let's not be super nitpicky about yeah. every little thing, you know? Second year. This is the second season. <laughs> Like, did we even think he was going to start this season? Not alone get 20-plus minutes and have Evan Fournier bench completely? No. No. So, 
we, we we've already gotten more than we expected this season. So I, I'm I'm happy with the way that we've handled Grimes this season. I, I yeah, have no complaints about he that. He started. He acted like that he was moved to the bench for for he's still playing against other starters. Yeah. He's getting that initial opportunity to compete against other starting players at his position and play alongside the other four starters on a team. Where is the argument? It doesn't exist. It comes out of their own head. It comes out of their own instability. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's PTSD. It's, they just want something to, <laughs> to latch on to, I guess, man. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, plus 15 on night for Quentin Grimes. I thought he played great defense. I really think he did. Um, three or seven from the field. Three or five from three. Uh, yeah. Shot well from three, two. Like I said, I, I actually wanted to see a little bit more Grimes today. But listen, this is what happens when everybody's playing well. When you have, when you have RJ getting buckets... You have Manuel getting bucks. You got Grimes getting buckets, and you have Josh Hart doing what he does. You know, it's it gets rough sometimes, but the depth of our team is phenomenal. Where even though I personally want to see more Grimes today, like the way people were playing today, you can't really go wrong exactly. with whatever choice yeah. you had. Um, I would have loved to seen Deuce. Listen, listen, the Deuce was loose for a game, and he was phenomenal. Give you a career high eighteen. It would have been nice, like. Our depth is our strength right now. Shoot, Max. even shoot, even he made it quickly 10 points on the night, three rebounds. He was struggling until the third quarter, and I was happy to see him get some buckets. I think you he pissed off Julius Randle for a second when he didn't give him the ball in the close, closest seconds. <laughs> Janelis, we got three guys averaging over 20 points per game. You know, we've got one of the best benches in the NBA. We got a sixth man of a year candidate in Emmanuel Quickly, executive of a year in Leon Rose. And we still haven't hit our, our full potential. We are fifth in the NBA in offense. That's an unbelievable stat under Tom Thibodeau. We all know the defense can lock in and lock down when, mm-hmm. when needed. But we're fifth in the NBA in offense as one of the slowest paced teams, as one of the teams most reliant on ISO. Yeah. That's a hell of a statistic. Listen, we can be a top two team in offense if we start hitting threes. That's straight up. Straight up. And 100%. when we, when we were a bottom of the league, we were number thirty at one point, a few times in the season that hitting three point shoot shots. Um, then we kind of hovered around twenty seven. Then I looked up, we were we were like I think, I think we when I looked up, we were like twelve like last week. I don't think we were that anymore because of the slump. But really, the key for us being a top one, top two offense in the league is hitting the three-point shot. And to me, it's kind of phenomenal how we're doing this while being dead last in assists. It's kind of nuts. <laughs> it's kind of nuts, but we listen, I felt like even in our ISO play, take today's game for instance, we're, we're ISOing smarter to me. Like yes, we were picking great. on Jamal Murray all game. Like it was like, oh, Randall, switch, they switching everything. All right, we're going to switch... Jamal Murray on Randall. You're gonna switch RJ Barrett on Randall. One time, uh, at the end of the game, they had uh Jeff Green on Brunson. They was like, nah, nah, nah. RJ came over, set a pick. <laughs> Jeff Green is on Brunson. I mean, now Jeff Green is off of Brunson, and they switched um, <coughs> they switched Murray on him. So the Knicks are isoing isoing smarter, cutting off of ISO penetration. They've done everything well that they can except hit threes at a high clip. And once we start to hit those at a high clip once again, because I think 
Brunson being back will help. I think IQ finding his rhythm is going to help. Um, I, I I think we'll be fine. The RJ is still up and down, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Salute to the chat. I felt like I've said everything I've, I've found. Everything I wanted to say, I wanted to say. If you want to call in, dial 319-527-6241 for your final thoughts. Um, if you want to call in. But um, great win. This is a nice tone setter for the playoffs. When it's the end of the season, you want to tighten up those screws for the playoffs. And I feel like we starting to tighten up some screws. The biggest screw for me to be tightened was RJ Barrett finding his groove and hitting more threes. Um, uh, those are the title screws to me. RJ Barrett is one of those screws that's being tightened. Threes have been hit and miss. Hopefully we start to hit rhythm towards the end of the season. All right. Also, you know, Getting making plays off the ball outside of Brunson, I feel like it's going to be another thing we continue should should be working on towards in the season. Um, once again, I think we did that well. So a lot of good things happening today's game. Um, next game is the Timberwolves. I had that game in circles as being a tough one. Anthony Edwards, though, I'm not sure what's going to happen with him because he twisted his ankle. Looked like it was pretty bad. Um, so that back game might not be as tough as originally thought. You got the heat. The heat is always going to bring it. You know what it is. Um, we have the heat twice. We have the magic, the magic or, you know, I feel like we should handle them. Still the magic are better than advertised. They're better than the record right now. Agreed. But, um, but uh, you don't want these little track games. You don't want to get caught on. You know those Magic's who still play hard, the Rockets, as well. We want to catch those. But looking, we have a chance. We have a chance to finish fifty wins. Um, I'm thinking I might need more forty-seven, forty-eight. Um, but it's still it's still a win of a season at this point. I, you know, against the T Wolves, as long as we keep the ball moving and we don't get too stuck in isolation plays. Uh, when we have some momentum, uh, I think we'll win the game because even without Anthony Edwards, they have some of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA and Jalen Noel, Kyle Anderson, Nas Reed, yeah. uh, Jane McDaniels. They have some unbelievable on-ball defenders. So as long as we keep the ball moving moving, and we don't rely uh, way too much on isolation plays and we try to find open shots and easy shots, I think we'll be okay and get this dub for a 50-burger on the way. Yeah. But that definitely that team that game is definitely gonna be a big one. That's on Monday. To me, those games, the Heat games, even though the Heat aren't as good as advertised as well, Heat always kind of plays us tough. We had a couple of battles versus them. The Cavs, I think we can molly off the Cavs. I don't know. The Wizards too, man. I don't be sleeping on the Wizards, even though the Wizards kind of been slipping lately. They messing up our pick, bro. Come on, Wizards. <laughs> You're trying to get the double pick this season. I need the Wizards to win some more games, except against <laughs> us. <laughs> but yeah, the most games, like now that we beat the Nuggets, it's really the Heat, maybe. I'm really, you know, Heat, maybe. I worry about maybe Wizards. No, none. None. I'm going to smack them all. <laughs> I'm going to smack them all. We all smack them all. I'm looking forward to it. Yo. I'm looking forward to it. All right, that's our show, though, man. Great show, Lee. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any broad picks that you want to end with or you have any final thoughts that you want to get off your chest. Um, 
Yeah, Burrell picked man. One of the few Mavs I actually liked, Max Kleber. He had game winner last night oh, yeah, to beat yeah. the Lakers, man. I was really hoping they would lose another one to help the standing of that draft pick. It's tough because of the wet, the East, the West, and the East are both so tough in this cluster of like six through twelve. Yeah. That I don't know. Am I rooting for a win? Am I rooting for a loss? I, I don't want to drop too far. And their pick isn't a lottery, and it doesn't convey to us. I also, I also never want the Mavs to win, so it's hard for me to, to root for them in general. Um, but I really hope that pick comes out somewhere between eleven to fourteen, so we can either cash in on it or package it for you know for another asset during the summer. I agree. I agree because that that pick is top ten protected. What what do the, the Mavs stand right now? Let me see. I think they're in the sixth seed, if I remember correctly. Sixty. Let me see. What's up with Tankathon? Hold on. Get that Tankathon. Looking at Tankathon. Yeah, they're sixth. They're tied. They're only a game and a. Looks like they're two games out of falling out of the playing completely, which I don't want them to do because then there'll probably be a lottery pick. Right, right. But right now they're like uh, 18th pick, kind of. Yeah. I don't know, man. I wanted the Lakers to win that game. <laughs> Damn it, AD. Why? Yeah, I was here for it too. <sighs> Come on, AD, man. Uh, it is what it is. All right. Shoot. What's up with the Wizards, too? Because we got the the Mavs at 18th and the Wizards. Where are you guys? 12th place. They're out of the play in right now. Was this a 12? Yeah, but they're only half a game out of the play-in. Got you. And yeah. they picked seventh, which is, uh, I don't know. And all the teams, all, all, the four teams above the Wizards are, are pretty bum, bum franchises. Hawks, Raptors, Bulls, Pacers. I mean, I can see them advancing past them. They yeah. can't run. But yeah. I hate rooting for KP, though. Yeah, me too. Me it's too. tough. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough predic- predicament for us to be in. <laughs> <laughs> I want KP to win a little bit now because right now I think that pick is top 14 protected, I believe. And yeah. right now they're picking seventh. Um, so, yeah, that's looking good for us right now. <laughs> All right, yo. But, yo, that's our show. We can end it right there. Lee, hold on. Before we end it, please, if you've been on the fence, hit that like, hit that subscribe button. All right. Um, we here after every game talking Knicks basketball, rain, hail, sleet, snow, win, lose, or draw. We're here talking Knicks. Also, check out the Monica uh, interview that we just posted uh, the other day. Um, y'all really enjoyed that. Listen, man, it was a 30 minute interview. It was, it was quick. We had technical difficulties during it. I'm going to try my. Listen, I'm already telling you, I'm trying to get it back again. I'm, 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 go, I'm trying to get it back. All right. <laughs> All right. But, um, Shout out to you guys, the supporters. And yo, thank you, too, because y'all really reached out. I've been telling you guys before, hey, if you want us to interview somebody, hit them on Twitter, hit it on Twitter. We got a couple of interviews that way. We got on Monica's radar that way. We, we were able to follow through because you guys hit her. But, you know, I'm telling you, man, that it, it, that that type of that works. So that Monica interview wasn't just... KOT, that was y'all guys' interview as well because collectively y'all peppered her and until we got on that radar. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we want to get some some other players here. We want to get some ball players on here too. You know what I mean? 
So let me know what kind of basketball players you want us to, to interview too. We're gonna we're gonna start Michael Doliak. Michael Doliak. Michael Doliak. Yo, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you. I want to do I want to do a Nate Robinson interview. Um, shoot, I I low key I want to do a Kyle Quinn interview. Yo, Kyle Quinn. I know he was with the Knicks that long. Uh, but your call is hilarious, dog. <laughs> Bruh, my two big ones, I want Michael Sweetney and Eddie Curry. You want I want Michael Sweetney and Eddie Curry? I, and- I want to know what the Knicks were like under Isaiah Thomas, man. I want, from a player's perspective, I want to know just how bad it was so I can really relish this moment right now that he's long gone. Mm. But we've never gotten a tell-all from the, the locker room during the Isaiah years. I, I want to know how chaotic it was. Right, right. I hear you on that. I, I hear you on that. I would love, I would love an Eddie Curry interview. Just Let's don't hate Curry. on him when he's here, cause I know Knicks fans. No, 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 no. You know, no, no, no. Yeah, that'd be disrespectful. Yeah, don't. We gonna, we gotta, we gotta keep it. And Eddie Curry actually liked. Uh, he had, he had a nice little stint. It was unfortunate. He did. He was, yeah, he had some finesse. Yeah, for a big guy. He had some finesse. All right, but yeah, I, I definitely, I got Nate on my mind. I like getting some Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas ears type of stuff. Would yeah. be dope. Uh, I'm an Allen Houston fan, so I personally, for me, would love that. Even though he's part of MSG, so he would be harder to get because I don't know they're, they're like tight lipped over there when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. all right. Kurt Thomas is it for sure for me too. Huh? Kurt Thomas, I gotta have Kurt. Oh, Kurt, Mr. Crazy Eyes, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. Kurt would be good. part of a '99 team and the 2013 team. You know, yeah. he's got some stories. That's a fact. Shump would be dope too. I would definitely yeah. love Shump. Shump is is awesome. All right. Yeah, we need to con. Yeah, we need to. We we gonna figure something out. All right, but that is our show. Listen, thank you for guys who who enjoyed the, the Monica interview. Uh, Glamour, you sorry you said it was tough. Um, go to Twitter to follow us at the Kids He Show on Twitter, the Nick and Tom Show on Instagram, and the Nick and Tom Show on Facebook as well. Follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere you can listen to to the KOT Show. Um, it's a podcast. You listen to the KOT show. I'm sorry. And get those snapbacks, black and white and blue and orange as well. All right. So sh- go to the nickatimeshow.com to get your snapbacks and get those blogs too. Shout out to Mikey, who's writing some, some great blogs as well. All right. Let's go. All righty. Then that is our sh- Oh, Clyde. David Lee. I would love David Lee. David Lee be dope. I would love David Lee. Yo, start hitting him on Twitter. Yeah. Start hitting them. All you guys, you guys mentioned, start hitting those guys on Twitter. We're going to work on getting some NBA players up here, yo. And um, I think, yeah, Dexter coming up Wednesday, too. So Dexter is, is, is a, he's going to be in our post game Wednesday. So shout out to Dexter. Yo, shout, and I want to shout out Fritz, man. He's putting in work tonight. He got us over 100 lights tonight on the show. And we had over 140 watching today. We appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for tuning in. We love y'all. Facts, facts. Yo, who wants to be a mod? I feel like there's some people who's been here and needs to be a mod too. I need to like, yeah. I need John to, Baines. Huh? John Baines. Let's get my boy John Baines as a mod. Baines, yeah. Let me get Baines. Let's go. Gotta hook up my cousin, man. Yo, come on. Here That's we my go. Guy. Baines. Damn, my computer is Fish. not trying to. I'm trying to crown y'all the mods in my, my joints not hold. <laughs> As is the standard. Okay, there we go. Think yeah, Baines has been here. 
It's official, Baines. Let's go, Let's my go. boy, the Grinch. Your glam has been rocking with us for me. Yeah, me. Hell yeah. Your glam, man. I don't know if anybody else who's, who I'm missing. I, I, I get a lot of these regulars into my mode, yo. Oh, man. Let's do Mikey Uno. Oh, Mikey Uno. Yeah, Mikey, Mikey Uno. Too. We see you, Mikey Uno. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Do you see him? I don't see his name. Yeah, he's in the chat. <laughs> we surveyed said, give me the Theo Pinson interview. Nah, he can stay in Dallas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of Theo Pinson's antics, man. We we okay over here, man. No disrespect. That sounded mad disrespectful, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, but all the disrespect. <laughs> no, no disrespect. It's like, like oh man, Landry Fields. That's that's another hell no for me, bro. Landry Fields. Oh man, we kept the wrong person in that mellow trade. Should have shipped him out, man. Should have kept Wilson Chandler. Man, I love me some Wilson Chandler. Yo. Me too, dude. Oh man, me too. I loved him. He would thrive in today's game. He definitely. He just shoot a three ball, defend all five positions. Good passer, underrated passer, great yeah. defender. He he was just Wilson injured Chandler. all the damn time. That's the only thing yeah, I was, was. Wilson. Him and Gallo both. Yeah, I was loving the the, the Wilson Gallo Gallinari. I was loving that. Me too. Oh yeah, he used to love Gallo. You know, little Italy, love that shit. Love that, yo. <laughs> Uh, J.R. Smith is getting a slow uh, show on Amazon. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, I have mixed feelings about J.R. Smith, man. Like, I loved him when he was here. Loved him when he was here. But I I, I, I was upset when I, fe- when I found out he had that um, too lit for New York type of deal. Mm-hmm. He, just, he just never said it out loud. And I, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yo, getting Wilson would be dope. Or that or or Gallo. All right. All right. Let me end the show right now. <laughs> Over here brainstorming. That's for the post show. Yes, yeah, for the post show. That's for the post show. Behind the scenes. Shout oh, out to I the new even... mods, baby. Huh? Shout out to the new mods. Let's yeah, go. shout out to the new mods. Welcome to. That was already part of the family already, but it I have official fish tissue. All right, yo. That is our show. Um, yeah, and you guys already know the deal, man. As always, shout out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in the Knicks YouTube streets. That's our show, Knicks 142 games. We out this month. <laughs> Dreams. <laughs>